yeah, 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 hey, well, we're back, we're back, and it's Curiosity Suplexer Cat, and we're on podcast four. No doubt, a few occurrences has happened over the past few weeks. Uh, Johnny Romano is should be back this week, I believe. He should be back. I'm not too sure. I'll have to check the schedule, check the calendars on the Google calendars, because yes, yes, that's right, we do share the same calendar. But let's go straight into episode four of Curiosity Suplexer Cat. And today, we're going to start with the 14th of August, 2011. SummerSlam 2011 saw CM Punk become the undisputed WWE Champion after defeating John Cena, only to be cashed in on by Mr. Money in the Bank, Alberto Del Rio. And you know what happened. I think we all remember this storyline. I don't think it went too far past this, but it happened after Kevin Nash got a text apparently telling him to stick it to the winner was that trips did we ever finish that storyline i don't remember that storyline ever being finished if you do know uh, give us a comment below because i don't think that ever sort of had a conclusion now notable birthdays for today and I, okay yes i have a few dms i did pronounce a few of the names wrong i do understand keep it to yourself thank you very much uh notable birthdays for today uh bob bucklin kofi kingston and johnny gargano 15th of August, 2004, SummerSlam featured many classic matches, including Kane defeating Matt Hardy to win the right to marry Lita in a Till Death Do Us Part match. That is unbelievable. So I don't think you could get away with this now, competing to marry someone. I think it's too politically correct these days to um, participate in those matches or even have those stipulations. If you saw a few weeks ago, we did have a SummerSlam quiz and I put on there um, a stipulation which was regarding the custody of Dominic. I, I believe WWE back then was another breed. But moving on from that, uh, more notable, however, in the main event that Randy Orton defeated Chris Benoit to become the youngest world heavyweight champion in history at the age of just 24. Notable wrestling birthdays for today is Kazu Yamazaki. 16th of August 2004 on a Raw episode airing from Ontario, Canada, we saw a celebration for the newly crowned world heavyweight champion Randy Orton, Randall Orton, hosted by his Evolution teammates. We all remember what happened after this. If you do, you're the same age as me. All went well until Triple H pointed the thumbs down to signal the end of Orton's time in Evolution. That was unbelievable and he got an absolute ass kicking after that from Batista. Ric Flair and Triple H. Notable wrestling birthdays for the day are Fritz Von Erich, Dick Murdoch, and Cedric Alessandra. 17th of August, moving on pretty, pretty fast now. 2014, the birth of what we all remember. Suplex City, bitch. SummerSlam became Suplex Slam when Brock Lesnar completely dominated John Cena to win the WWE Championship. 16, that is 1-6 suplexes after an F5 later we had a new face of the company. Also on this night, Stephanie McMahon competed in her first match since 2003 in successfully defeating Brie Bella. I think her sister came running down and we were all like, oh, twin magic, they're, oh, it's gonna be, uh, they're gonna be back reunited. And then she turned on her sister. And that's when we had probably the worst ever sibling rivalry since Matt Hardy and Jeff Hardy. It was unbelievable. No one likes a sibling rivalry. Let's say Kane and Untaker, we can put that in like the upper echelon of good rivalries, but I'm not sure. Notable birthdays for today is Paige and Dick Togo. 18th of August, WCW presents Clash of Champions XX15, which means 24. Those who don't know Roman numerals, 
Uh, Big Van Vader defeated Davy Boy Smith in the main event to retain the WCW World Championship. More famously, the Shockmaster made his debut in a backstage segment. If you remember this, he wore, I believe, a glittered Stormtrooper helmet and he came crashing through the paper wall, tripped, his mask fell off, unveiling who he was. I think it was, was it Earthquake back in WWF? I think that's the guy who played him. One of the most notorious debuts of Shockmaster or even a wrestler in history. The graciously busted through a gimmick wall with no mistake made. We're going to put that at the back because that's what it wrote because no mistake was ever made when Shockmaster's debut. Notable wrestling birthdays for today is Tony Guerrilla and Mr. Tom Pritchard. Moving on really, really fast through these. Maybe it won't be a 10-minute podcast today. Um, 19th of August, 2002. After a series of title changes on the night between Bradshaw, Tommy Dreamer, and Crash Holly, the 24-7 rule for the WWE hardcore title is discontinued. The title itself would be declared defunct one week later when Intercontinental Champion Rob Van Dam defeated Tommy Dreamer in a title unification match. So that was in 2002. I used to love the hardcore title. I really did. Obviously, with doctors and stuff back then, you could get away with a lot more like cracking headshots, blading, all sorts of craziness. I think when concussion syndrome and all that came into the effect that we get to stop a lot of that stuff. So the hardcore champion, I think they're going towards a a more sponsorship friendly era then. I don't think it was a PG era, but a sponsorship friendly because the blood, the hard shots wasn't going to generate many sponsorships where the revenue came in for WWE. So I think they had to slowly work that out of the um, of the show. That's me just spitting shit. I could be completely wrong. So hit me up if I am wrong again. On this day, notable birthdays, we have Tim Horner, Lillian Garcia, Percy Watson and the Velveteen Dream. Not sure I should throw his name in. There's still speculation around what he did messaging young women out there. I don't even think I should be talking about it on this show so let's stop it there 20th of august 2001 uh, monday night raw played host to austin appreciation night as the alliance paid tribute to their leader stone cold steve austin the party was ruined when kurt angle drove a milk truck to ringside and doused the group in dairy lucky you're not lactose intolerant but i did hear that the front row before they came in were notified that they could get wet that night you might rock up in your your nice outfit everything and then all of a sudden you're being splashed by what i believe was not milk was dyed sort and substance it might be dyed water i'm not sure you can you can dye water unbelievable why am i saying you can't dye water um i think it was dyed white water i don't think you could get away with a uh, actually thrown dairy and it would absolutely stink i need to look into that let us know below if i was right on that i believe he soaked the complete stage the complete front row of the uh, audience the attendance there but i don't think you could have used milk there's something in me that remembers that sort of fact uh, notable wrestling birthdays for the day is Rip Morgan, Tory, Duke, The Dumpster, Drozzy, Mikey Nichols, and Walter. Mikey Nichols, 1985. Happy birthday, mate. I went to school with Mikey Nichols. He's a really, really close friend of mine back in the day. And I still message him now and then. I message him because he was at the uh, the G1 Summit uh, recently. And I was like, mate, what is going on? This is unbelievable. I remember swinging on our chairs. We had our spiked up hair, dyed hair at the back of, I think it was geography class or IT class or something back in Perth, Western Australia. And we were just talking about it. He used to do a lot of backyard wrestling back then with uh, Ferguson, with Craig, with a few other people that I used to go to school with. And then recently when uh, it was the Forbidden Door and Sabian came out, I was like, unbelievable. The Marty Don't Kneel, TMDK. And then I saw on the Titantron or whatever you want to call it on the big screen, Mikey Nichols name. I was like, this is crazy. One of my mates I went to school with has his name plastered on Forbidden Door. And I was like, 
I have got to message him. Uh, since I've said this little fact to my uh, co-host, Johnny Romano, he has been sending me little snippets of Mikey Nichols through Twitter. And I'm like, oh man, reminiscing everything. But let's start. Uh, I'm digressing anyway. This is episode four of Curiosity Suplex the Cat. If you do like it, keep giving us a listen. I see the downloads there. They're all right. They're not too bad. And uh, thank you for supporting us. Make sure you like, share, comment. Please do it. And I'll see you next time, fellas. And don't forget to touch fucking grass. (laughs) 